Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yes, good morning. You know what it is. It's Izzy. And with my good mate, Tony Kemp up there in Auckland. We are back. We're back. Ready to rip into a big 2023 Monday, 23rd of January. We hope you've had a big summer. I sure have. And no doubt, my good friend there in Auckland, Tony Kemp, would have had a stellar summer to boot. My friend, how you doing, Kempy? Oh, morena, Pida. Yeah, very good, mate. Had a good had a good break, is he? Uh, lots of travelling up and down the mutu from... Uh, Auckland, Tamaki, up to Kirikiri, back down to Taranaki, Waitara to see my mum. Um, and, yeah, really enjoyed the break, man. It was such a big year last year. So enjoyed the break. Fresh as a daisy, mate. Fresh as a, fresh as a new new daisy coming out. And uh, <laughs> I don't know how long that's going to last. <laughs> These already this morning, 2 o'clock up, car thinking about the show, can't get back to sleep. So here we go again, mate. Get back on. I'm back on the horse. Oh, I know how you feel, Kempi. I know how you feel. Look, it was like I was going back to boarding school, you know, a little bit, bit of doubt seeding in, sip, uh, and just not really, you know, when you're just coming back to something you haven't done for a while, you're like, what do I expect here? How do I do this job again? And uh, look, I'll be completely. My eyes are stinging because I've been <laughs> sleeping in a boot over summer. 9 a.m., 8.30 in the morning, getting up to a beautiful coffee, spending lots of time with the family. Look, I had an awesome summer. Had a great summer. Look, the weather wasn't too great up in, in Gizzy on the East Coast. So I was three weeks there. It rained for two weeks. But um, look, special time with the family mm. and uh look i'm really energized and ready to rip in to this year there has been plenty happening around uh around the world and around new zealand for sport and look i've been tuning in now and then hearing uh all the people that have taken over our shows and, and lent a, a hand to us i want to say a big thank you to everyone that has uh carried on the load Throughout summer, and I know the boys in the back room have been doing a big job over summer. I really appreciate it. Just quickly, we'll get them on, eh, Kempi, and see how they're feeling, how they're going. Neeps, 
You first, my brother. Morning. I know you were in Gizzy for a bit. You were pissed to me left, right, and centre trying to get both. Daggy to Rhythm and Vines. <laughs> yeah. He hey. sent me a photo of him and Amy Duplessis, and hey. I'm an Amy Duplessis fan. Yeah, she came up doing, to me, bro? bro. Yeah, nah, she came up to me, bro. Nah, it was so, so good to see you again. So good. Bro, 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 nah. So, oh, that sounded Did terrible. She? That sounded terrible. Southland, Southland. I know her from home. I know her from home. We used to go to the gym at the same time. So I just went up, reintroduced myself, and said, hey, how you going? And then, nah, we're trying to piss Daggy into coming for a boogie at Rhythm of Vice, but <laughs> man, good. he wasn't having a bar of it, eh? <laughs> I wasn't having a bar. I wasn't having a bar. Kimpy, have you ever been to Rhythm of Vines, Kimpy? Mate, cut it out. This Jeez. year, bro, this year. <laughs> no, no, look, I've done plenty of festivals before the young fellas finally decided that uh, they'll take over from all of us old, old blokes and, and, and hook into the likes of Rhythm and Vines. Uh, but no, is he that sort of, uh, I don't know if I'll ever get to something like that. I wouldn't mind going to another couple. Um, before my time's yeah. up. Um, but, you know, other news, mate. Big news coming out of here last week. The old, Ooh, uh, what is it? Uh, one of the boys in the production team, apparently smitten. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. smitten. Old Joey I've Bell. seen a smile on him. Joey yeah. Bell. Tell us, Joey, what happened? What's going on? Three oh, days, I heard. I'm in love, boys. I'm I'm in love. Uh, <laughs> There hasn't been much talk about sports in the ears the last three weeks. It's all about how in love I am. Um, I actually, funny story though, I was seeing another girl like in late December and then I jumped ship last second uh, on New Year's Eve and uh, switched and, and now I'm in love. <laughs> now there's no looking back. Wow. Yeah. Can you just talk us through it there, Joey? Because I, I could see the smile on your dial when I arrived at 10 to 5 and, and you come through on the air. And I just really noticed the pink polo. Just how dapper you were really looking this morning. And look, I thought this had happened months ago, but it's only three days, am I right? And you did it. I can't even remember asking a girl out. That's how long it's been. But you asked her out, mate. Talk us through it. Yeah, no, I made an Instagram official on Friday. I uh, I, I told her, look, I want you to be Does my she girl. Know? No, she knows. I, I did ask her directly. I said, I want you to be my girl. You know, I want you on my, on my arm. And she said, absolutely, not a problem. Um, so no, we are in love, and I, like I stayed at her place last night. That's why I'm so happy. I, I stayed up till two a.m. I don't care, you know. <laughs> Life's good. I don't need sleep. I've got love. I've wow. got love in my heart. Where do you buy your first horse? Oh, where do I buy my first horse? She actually works for Gucci, so that's why I've upped oh. my style game. She, uh, she's a manager at Gucci uh, on Queen Street in Auckland. In Auckland, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah, friends boy. and family discount. Uh, boyfriend discounts uh, No <laughs> Not friends and family Unfortunately Tell you what You have to do a bit of saving To go buy one piece of their clothing That is expensive Joey B But I look forward to seeing You just grow And just become of age Later in this year mate I'm proud of you Joey And Neeps Thanks for Thanks for giving us a wee update Good to see you lads And Aroha Aroha Hathaway It's great to hear your voice bringing us up-to-date news for what's going on here and abroad. Uh, hopefully we can catch up soon, Aroha. But quickly, Kempi, we've got a big show. Uh, Monday, the 23rd of January. Well, just to kick the show off with a bang, we've got Cam George, Warriors CEO. He'll join the show. Uh, the Warriors are well into their preseason under Andrew Webster. Also hearing whispers about a certain horse ownership. So no doubt Cam George will be full of energy this morning after a big weekend 
on the punt. And the Warriors, if I'm correct, they were training all weekend, mate. They are training extremely hard. So looking forward to getting a uh, good update from Cam George at around 7 a.m. NFL playoffs are well underway with two teams, the Chiefs and the Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly, as Joey said yesterday on the WhatsApp machine, have cemented their spots in the semifinals. So it's only fitting to get the captain, Captain Philly, on to bring some heat at around 740. She always brings a lot of energy. (laughs) So looking forward to that one with the Captain Philly. And uh, the golden run for women's rugby continues as the Blackfern Sevens punched home a clinical performance to win the last New Zealand League. Yes, that's right. The last New Zealand HSBC World Series of Sevens League in New Zealand, which is sad. I must admit, there was a bit of energy there in, in Hamilton uh, over the weekend, so it's sad to see it's ending, but they uh, won their final over USA 33-7. Superstar Stacey, Stacey Waka-Flula will join the show, and she's rooming with uh, Noel Guthrie, and uh, Noel will join the show as well. So we're going to get a well, we're gonna get a double banger from our, sister, uh, our sisters from there, the women's sevens team, so looking forward to that. Uh, double eight, double three. Give us a message. We want to hear from you. I've missed you. We're back. And uh, without you, well, the show wouldn't be what it is today. So double eight, double three on the Temper Bedpost text machine or 0800 150 on the Kenard's Hire phone line. Oh, it's all slowly coming back to me, Kempi. I was kind of thinking, have I got the sponsors right? Have I got the sponsors no, right? I've got to get into my email this morning. I forgot, I forgot, I forgot the username and the password. So that, that, took a bit of, that took a bit of getting used to. I've sent out a couple of messages already to the tech team. Um, mate, and I, I actually caught up with the Warriors last week. I got a, I got a text message from nice. the boss to say, can you go down and... And uh, do the one-on-ones. Uh, I was meant to go down with Ricardo, but he got called in. He, his, uh, I think his girl was a little bit crook, and um, so he ended mm. up down there by myself. It was, it was pretty cool actually going back down there. I've been down there for a while, and they, I'll tell you one thing: they look really lean. They look really lean. Yeah. So uh, Andrew Webster's obviously got a lot of miles into them uh, since November, and um, yeah, I'm quietly sitting here. Looking forward to the kick, the kickoff. Is he three weeks? Ninth of Feb. Three weeks. How 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 wow. insane, mate! I reckon. You know mm. what? I reckon with all that rain over summer, ninth of Feb, steaming, absolutely <laughs> steaming. So, um, looking for that. Looking to catch up with Cam George, obviously with his uh, his big win on the weekend. Can't wait to hear what he's got to say about that. But. Um, lots of other stuff going on too, isn't it, in the world of sport all through Christmas period. Some big changes. We'll talk a little bit about that off off the back fence. Um, but yeah, man, it's uh, I I got a feeling twenty twenty three's got to be a, another year full of uh, I guess little little twists and turns all over the place. Yes, can be definitely twists and turns. And looking forward to having a chat to Cam George. Yeah, you did right. Look, Warriors last year they're always in the game for. F- 30 or 40 minutes, but then they just kind of faded. So, look, give me a lot of confidence knowing that they're working extremely hard. But hard work will only get you so far. They've got to get the combinations right. They've made changes. Obviously, Tohu Harris is the captain for the Warriors in 2023. So we'll talk to Cam George about that um, selection for Tohu taking over the leadership role. But, um, mate, plenty, plenty to cover. And it was a big weekend for sport. 
and uh, we're going to have a lot of debate throughout the morning. And we'd love to hear from you. Marshy from Hawke's Bay has come through. Morena boys, Happy New Year. About time you buggers got back. <laughs> What's the netball score? Well, Marshy, my, my sister, Makisha, she's in the Hawke's Bay. She was giving me a bit of stick. So I've gone through and I've done a little bit of prep on the netball. They won 61-41 over South Africa over there in South Africa. In Cape Town, beautiful part of the world, I must say. If you've ever been to South Africa, make sure you get to Cape Town and, and have a wee look around. You won't be disappointed. But, Kempe, just quickly, I know we've got plenty of sports to talk about, but Summer, I'm, I'm a proud dad. I'm a proud, mm. proud dad, man. Like, when, you, when you're working and you're, you're just going about things throughout the year, things can get a bit, you can get a bit distracted from family and your kids, and they just grow up so quick. They grow up so quick. Well, over the summer, I just made it my my thing to to really spend some quality time with these kids and and just try and help them grow. And, and look, it was I've never been proud of my daughter. Well, my daughter was my daughter. She was whinging all summer, so she kind of yeah maybe a bit angry sometimes. <laughs> but she got there. But she rode a horse every single day, so she is horse obsessed. But it was my son. We we went to a beautiful part of the world in Lake Wakari Moana, down there in uh, in Hawke's Bay, in between Hawke's Bay and Gisborne and, uh, and the Uruwetas. If you've been to Tuhoi country in mm. the Uruwetas, there's a place called Lake Wakari Moana. Anyway, we go there, we go camping every year. The weather wasn't great. It rained for six days out of seven. But in saying that, we went out skiing, mate. And my son's five years of age. And look, I, just, I was a little bit apprehensive how he'd approach it. But we got him in the ski and they're learner skis, so they're all stuck together, so they don't separate, which is quite good, because I don't know how you could go about doing the splits. But he got up, mate, first pop, and he skied around this little lake. And you go, you're go, taking these five rounds in the middle of the lake. Before this, I must be honest, there was about a, I don't know, five-meter-long far just swimming around in front of me, a big eel. And I was thinking, oh, I can't tell him there's a big eel there, otherwise he'll crap himself. <laughs> but he went out there, and, you know, you look down, it's black, it's dark, it's deep. But he just smiled and went out there and skied, mate. And he skied around and had the time of his life. And everything I've achieved in my life, that will be have to be my proudest moment, seeing him ski. And then after that, we went for a fish. He's like, come on, Dad, let's catch a fish. Okay, sweet ass, chucked the line out. We're paddling on. A minute later, hooked a fish, gave him the rod, he welded in. He, he won the fish in, and then he got the net out and he netted it. So he caught a trout, mate. Honestly, best, best summer to boot. Best summer to boot. How good, how good. And the, uh, oh, the the icing on the cake, mate, one of those ones you'll probably never forget as a kid. You know, went out on my mm. skis, got up with my dad and then hooked up a 10-foot trout. <laughs> That's how big it's going to be when he's 50. <laughs> well, you know that, though. Like, you, you're through the other side. Like, your kids are graduating and you've just seen them evolve over life. It's, um, yeah, it's nothing beats it. Nothing puts a smile on my dial when you see your kids go out there and achieve it and then they come in and go, Dad, are you proud? I'm like, yeah, I'm proud it is. Hell it yeah. was so cool. Yeah, man. So, so cool. Yeah, we'll be up um, on one ski nah. soon, mate. You'll have to, uh, I hear you going skiing again this weekend. Get him off those learner skis Ooh. and give him his little single ski. <laughs> I saw Richie McCaw too, mate, on the single ski over over He's Christmas on the Instagram, mate. Mm. He, he was ripping it up on that thing. He is very good. Yeah, Richie McCaw, who played in the Black Clash over the weekend. Wasn't my time to shine. I know plenty of you are going to come in and give me a bit of stick. It's okay. Come through. I got one run. <laughs> I didn't get a golden duck like uh, Danny Vittori, but that was me the year before. 
But, um, yeah, uh, Richie's a very, very talented. And I had to go on the skis, uh, Kempi. I must admit, first time, first time I um, couldn't get out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> just too much weight, bro. Just too much weight. And it ain't the motor's fault. This, this motor's 250 horsepower. So this thing should rip me out of the water. But I'm holding on. I'm like, couldn't get up. Couldn't get up. And then day two. My brother came, and my brother's never skied in his life. He got up after four goes on the single ski. I'm like, I'm not letting my brother beat me. So anyway, I got back up and did it on the second day. But, man, that first day, I was pretty pretty, pretty down in the dumps, to be completely honest. Share that footage. Share that footage. <laughs> I'm not sharing that footage. I am not sharing that footage. And Chris has come through, Kempe. Boys, welcome back. What are you looking forward to this year? NRL Super World Cup. Wow, Chris. Have you read my mind? It's time for this. Can't wait question of the day. Ooh, that is right, Chrissy. We want to ask you the question. Our can't wait question of the day. Kempi and myself are going to talk about this later on in the show. What is your 2023 wish list? Double eight, double three in the Temper Bedpost text machine. What is your 2023 wish list? It can be sport, it can be life, it can be anything. We just want to hear from you. And if you're brave enough, give us a call, 0800 150 811 on the Kennard Tire phone line. What is your 2023 wish list? We're back, we're up and about, and we're ready to rip into a big show. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrance. Yes, welcome back. It's 25 past 6 on the 23rd of Jan. That's right, Izzy and Kempi are back to bring you sport for the rest of the year. We've had a good break. We're rejuvenated, revitalised, and we can't wait to rip in. And we asked you the question, what is on your 2023 wish list? And Kempi, there's a few messages coming through on the Temper Bed Post text machine, mate. You want to read a couple of those out? We're going to talk about ours later in the in the show at about 8.40, but yeah. we'll read a couple of these out. Yeah, mate, there's a couple here. Mark, buy a new home. Stags to win three Ooh. games, obviously, down in the deep south. Old Neeps home and someone else <laughs> to win Super Rugby. Yeah, it's a big <laughs> ass, mate, to try and take it off those it's boys down there, eh? The red and black. Uh, Roosters Premiership, that's a good one. I got asked yesterday who do I think will win the uh, Premiership this year. Uh, they're actually, I think they'll be short, the Roosters. I think with Brandon Smith going there, they're a decent chance. Um, good morning, boys. Welcome back. First up, be great to get one over Baz. Then Warriors to show some grit. Then ABs to have a great World Cup with it all like that. And Razor to take over. Cheers. And what news on Pongo? That's that's from Dave and Cracker. Is he? Come on, fill us in. He's got plenty of it. He hasn't shied away, has he? He hasn't shied away, Dave, from Caraca. Appreciate you having having you back, Dave. I hope you've had a good summer, mate. There's a few good ones here. The Warriors to show some grit. I no doubt Kempi will be amongst that one. And Cam George will be uh, on that one as well too. Uh, so for me, uh, the ABs to have a great World Cup, Razor to take out. Look, there's some big news about Razor. Um, we'll, we'll know more. The, the NZRU will be sitting back watching what's happened across the ditch with Dave Rennie kind of 
talking about, thinking about whether they should make that decision with the backlash that has gone on. Obviously, the coach is going to be Ian Foster at the World Cup, but will they make that unprecedented decision to go and do something they've never done and elect a coach post-World Cup? We will see. Your 2023 wish list, good ones coming through on the text machine. Uh, Pango. Wow, Pango, Pango, Pango. Where do I start? Well, I'll be honest, we, we sold Pango. We sold Pango, and I, I'm not going to shy away from what it was. We got offered big money. Should I say how much it was, Kimmy? Nah. <laughs> no, it's entirely up to you, brother. I'm, I wouldn't, but, you know. Yeah, we got offered big money. We got offered big money. money for, yeah. We got offered big money for Pango, and uh, we sold him to – he was going to go to Hong Kong. Anyway, he passed most of his vets, his NZ vet, uh, vet his Aussie vet, but the Hong Kong vet come over and um, – and how do we look? And they just dig a little bit deeper into the to the horse's mechanics, and uh, they weren't happy with a few things. So the sale didn't eventuate, which is I'm not too phased about really. We've only raced him three times. We haven't seen his full potential. So we haven't sold him, and we're keeping him, and he's going to trial middle of Feb, and then late Feb, and then he's going to have a race. So he's back racing with uh, Chris Waller. And uh, we're going to see him throughout the year, and I'm looking forward to it. Just going to see what potential he has had to, uh, he can offer us and hopefully bring us a little bit of joy like Kempi has been getting out of the Al Shake Shirok stadium. How well is so, he going at the moment? Oh. He is flying. Tavatak? Yeah, got Tavatak. He's got ladies' man and uh, Wasaki this weekend and the Wellington Cup too, so we'll get him on later on in the week. Uh, Al Shake Shirok is uh, T. <laughs> <laughs> T Lee says he's, um, but mate, going going very good. Caught up with Alan over the Christmas period too, which was really good. Stayed down there, had our normal steak, eggs, and chips. Alan's one of Alan's favourites, um, and you were dead right, mate. So much going on. The Dave Rennie stuff. I got a little bit about that on my off the back fence as well. Razor, where does he end up? Two of those are gone, mm. um, and not many left. So yeah, is he? I, that's what I mean. Twists and turns. He's got the World Cup. We've got the Soccer World Cup here in New Zealand, USA, winning 5-0 on the week in Eden Park. 25,000 people packed that, that stadium yep. out to watch that. How good was that? So uh, women's sport in this country still flying after the, the Black Ferns win the World Cup and the rugby. Um, and, yeah, this, mate, there's so much. The racing, the Karaka Millions, what a day. Seriously. Ooh. What a day. Who would have picked yep, it? A great day. Upsets, Kempi. No one picked it. The boys got paid. They got they got paid. Well, thrown to the turf. <laughs> they got paid. <laughs> they got a hiding. Um, but mate, awesome. Plenty, plenty happening, and and there's more messages here. All Blacks will win a Rugby World Cup, so my multi with the woman pays out. Welcome back, fellas, from Charlie. Have you done a multi with the All Blacks to win with the Black Ferns to win? That is a hell of a multi. I just can't wait that long. I need my multi to pay out on on that day. (laughs) Oh, I've got a lot of appreciation for people that put on multis and they have to wait half a year or... I think it's about 200-odd days, 240 days till the World Cup commences, so... Good luck, Charlie. Good luck, Charlie. Let us know. Double eight, double three. Your wish list for 2023. Oh, here she is. Love hearing her voice. Here's Aroha with the news for Kubota. Building and shaping the future. Morning. Is in Kimby for breakfast. It is 28 to 7. The boys are back. Oh, man. I've missed Woo! you boys so, so much. I honestly have, you know. <sighs> 
Anyways. Oh, uh, that's you too, Jay. Yeah, thank you, thank you. It's just too much time with Louie <laughs> over the holidays, I tell you what, it's been a tough one. <laughs> time for a running trade sports update at Bunny Strave. How business is our trade? The Silver Ferns went down to the Diamonds just now in the quad series over in South Africa, yeah. 59 to 57. It was a tight one. New Zealand shooting 89% to Aussies, 92. So, look, they gave it their best, but... um didn't quite turn out for them. The Breakers, though, on the other hand, they needed a four-game losing streak mm. last night with a stunning upset win over the Sydney Kings, 93-88. to 88. So they're back on third on the table. And then in the EPL, Arsenal are currently playing Man U. It's one all. Er, uh, Erlen Highland, he got a hat-trick uh, to end a four-game spell without a goal against Wolves, who are now at the bottom of the table. And this afternoon, my 49ers are playing the Cowboys. How good? You're going to back the Cowboys, as in Kempe? Get no. up, the Cowboys! Of course you would. Get yeah. up, Dak Prescott! <laughs> yeah. I, I, I expected as much. That's your money trade sports headline at Bunnings Trade. We're here to make your job easier because helping business is our trade. There you go, boys. Well done, Joseph. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Yep, we update. My sister just messaged me through and said they just lost as well. And Marshy has messaged through Silverfern's just going down by two points over there in South Africa. Oh, always got to. Any time you lose to Australia, it's always a disappointing day. But anyway, they uh, they gave it their best. You talk, spoke about the stats here, Joey. 89% to 92%. They couldn't miss a thing. Shooting was on fine form. So thank you so much for that. We update there, Joey B. And talking to Joey B, you got the Bengals taking on the Bills, the Battle of the Bees. Who's going to win that, Joey? Uh, good question. I actually think the Bengals. Um, the yeah. Bills didn't look convincing against the Dolphins last week. Not, not only did the Bengals against the Ravens. Mm. In fact, had Lamar Jackson been playing, the Bengals probably would have lost to the Ravens. But Joey B is just so clutch. Joe Burrow. He just cannot lose in the playoffs. He and I. I don't think the same for Josh Allen and the Bills. I think they're chokers. So I'm backing the Bengals. Ooh, the Bengals. The Bengals to get over the Bills is going to be a big game. That is going to take place this morning, 9 a.m. Followed by the 49ers Cowboys, 12:30. So we'll know more tomorrow. Give you a wee update. And you remind me of that Trevor Lawrence, to be honest. Just so cash, so cash. You haven't got obviously the luscious locks like Trevor Lawrence, but anyway. Appreciate your little headlines, uh, Joey. Your wish list. There's been a few more coming through from Ken. Oh no, no, I know where Ken's going with this, Kimpy. <laughs> you know where Ken's going with this? Always, mate. Always. Welcome <laughs> back, guys. Wish list. Blues win Super. All Blacks win the World Cup. Dalton Papali to be All Black captain and St George Dragons. Now they're red and white, mate. Jeez, they're not blue to win the NRL. That's from Kenny. Kenny, of course, mate. We wish the Blues are too. I support the Blues. You know me. Oh, Kimpy. They're all coming through. I know where Ken's going. Every time I see his name pop up, I know exactly what he's going to lead into. And the St. George Dragons to win the NRL, Lev. Mm. What are their chances? If you're Thousands. thinking of a team, I know you're going to. <laughs> if you're thinking of a team that has been lacklustre over the last couple of years, but you're seeing signs, is there one that really springs to mind for you, Kimpy, off the bat? To win the premiership this year? Just to to be better. Like I think of the Gold Coast Titans. Have they got a chance? Obviously, Kira oh. Ford's gone there. Bit of leadership. Like, is there anyone that you think that's been pretty poor over the last couple of years, but you're seeing signs of potentially having a year? 
Well, I'd like to think the Warriors, to be brutally honest. I think, you know, mm. through that COVID period and, and Cam George talking about washing that all away and, and, you know, Sean Johnson coming out and saying there's no more excuses, um, you would hope to think that by the way they look and the way they trained last week that they, they do want to hit the ground running and, and we'll jump up that. It's been a while. It's been a while since I've been in the eight, as he say. Um, I'll be with every other Kiwi hoping that the Warriors can do it. The the ones that are stepping out for me, like when you when you actually analyse the, the the signings, I think I think Penrith will struggle. Seriously, yeah. I think uh, mm-hmm. over twenty players playing in the World Cup, they've lost Kakao and Curacao. I, I, I know they got the depth, but I just think they're going to struggle a little bit this year, so they won't be so dominant. And I just I can't go past Sydney City at the moment. I know Melbourne will be there, thereabouts. Uh, Parramatta, yep. Mitchell Moses, yep. Uh, they, could, they could still be there. But for me, I think Sydney City are, uh, are probably the ones to, to look out for this year. Oh, the cheese, the cheese. Didn't he look good in that Roosters outfit? Mate, he's funny. Brandon Smith. He's funny. As one, as one line or something about... Uh, in another six weeks, I'll be able to take my top off and walk down Bondi, Bondi Beach or something <laughs> with all the boys. Yeah. He's, he's, right, he just comes up with some really good one-liners. Uh, mm. Can Trent Robinson get the best out of him like uh, Ballyache did? Yeah, I think he can. Can, mm. he, can he recover from that World Cup, that instance in the World Cup where they basically lost the, lost the, the game, um, allowing the Cam Murray to get through there on that try? Yeah, I think he can overcome that. So uh, he's going to have to play eighty minutes, mate. That's that's the that's the big question for Sydney City. Can he play eighty minutes consistently through the NRL for the year over twenty six rounds in that hooking position? Let's hope so. Well, can you put me out of my misery just quickly before we get off? Remember, Quizzy Dag's coming up. Quizzy Dag giving you the chance to win a fifty dollar TAB bonus bet. That's right, we're back and we're giving away. Plenty, but just put me in my misery, misery Kimpy. The West Tigers, Ooh. Marshall, Tim Sheens. Can they reinvent the wheel and get the Tigers back to winning ways? Oh, you'd have to back. You'd have to back Tim Sheens, wouldn't you? I think. I think if there were a team that was going to sort of creep up the ladder uh, this year, you'd have to you'd have to think the, the Tigers are the one. Um, mm. But whether they creep into the four, mm, I think that's a bit that's a bit of an ask this year. You know? I'll tell you, I'll tell you future teams, if you want to back on futures, get on the Bulldogs yep. now to win the comp in a couple of years' time. The next three Ooh. years, I reckon the Bulldogs will win a comp. So John Z won't take the mickey out of me when I say they're going to make top eight <laughs> and he laughs. So it won't be like that this year when we get them on? I don't, I, mate, I think those, I think they're a chance of the top eight this year, hundred percent. So he won't laugh, and we will get him on just so you can give him that same old speech. Oh, I'm going to give him that same old speech, and I'm going to throw the tigers in. He might laugh at my tigers suggestion, but anyway, I love getting Johnsy on. He brings some good heat. Uh, keep the messages coming through. I'm hoping the tigers can can get through and and do better than they've done in the past. And Benji Marshall's there, and he's won. He's won a title, so he knows what it takes to win it. Anyway, 0800-150-811. The Kennard Tire phone line. Quizzy Dag. Your chance right now to come in. Give me a bit of stick. Ask, answer the question, and you could win it. 
0800-150-811. Quizzy Dad coming up. Quizzy Dad, come play it. 0800-150-811. Now give us a call. Yes, give us a call. And you have called 0800-150-811. You ain't, it ain't late. It ain't too late. So you can still call now and you can get through to give your child a chance to win a $50 TAB bonus bet. Well, this man, we knew he would give us a call. He's always up and about. Timmy from the beautiful Autotahi Christchurch. Morena to you. Happy New Year, Tim. Happy New Year, fellas. Welcome back. Good to hear your voices again. Yes, we're back, mate. And just trying to ah, remember how to do all this. So here we go, mate. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. Here we go. Timmy from Christchurch. Your chance. You're up first. Joseph Parker earned a win over British cruiserweight Jack Massey in a 10-round fight yesterday morning. Name one of the fighters that headlined this card. Uh, can I have a clue? TSB, Westpac. Thanks. <laughs> oh, snob. What's his name? Ah. You bank. That's him. That's him. Chris Eubank Jr. went down against Liam Smith. So a bit of an upset there. We'll give you that one. I'm feeling good, Timmy. I'm feeling good. Here we go. Question number two. The (laughs) The Breakers are back in the win column after beating the Sydney Kings yesterday. Their next game is on Thursday. Who are the Breakers playing? Five. Four. Is it the Bullets? Three. I'll give you that one. Brisbane Bullets. You're correct. Question number three. Where is the next leg of the World Sevens being held? Five. Four. Correct. He's on fire. Timmy, don't miss too much. Question number four. Only two games left in the divisional round of the NFL. Name one of today's matchups. Five. Um, four. The Cincinnati Bengals beat the Bills taking on the Bengals. He is on. Oh, Simon from Auckland, you're up next. And if he gets this wrong, be ready. Here we go. Question number five. Who won the Karaka Million three-year-old classic in 2022? Five. Oh, 22. Four. Oh, um, three. Levante. <laughs> I've no idea. Levante is incorrect. Sorry, that's a toughie. That's a toughie. Have a good day, Timmy. Appreciate your call. Hey, Simon from Auckland, morning. How you going? Morning. Good, thank you. Very, very well. Better now. I've heard your voice, Sight. Happy New Year, mate. Who won the Karaka Million three-year-old classic in 2022? 2022, was it? Five. Yep. Four. Four. Uh, three. Three. Two. Dynastic. Two. <laughs> Dynastic. Is incorrect. Sorry, Simon. Have a good day, mate. 0800-150-811. The quizmaster might have stumped them. Here we go. John, Christchurch, morning. G'day, how are you, mate? Welcome back, Oh, thank you, mate. Thank you. Good to be back, buddy. Here we go. Who won the Caracamillion three-year-old classic in 2022? Um, probably Opie Bosson. <laughs> 
That's a great answer. <laughs> you didn't say whatever. Well, Mark Walker, Mark Walker, I need the horse. You didn't say it was all. You cheeky bugger! Yeah. It's the horse. <laughs> I need the horse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I do know, but I can't think of it, fellas. Have a good day, eh? <laughs> Jeez, boy, that's a good one. Oh, you got your laughing socks on. Hey, you cheeky fella. Anyway, well, that was that was a great answer. It would have been. <laughs> oh man, he stumped me here. Here we go, Richie from Upper Hut. Is he gonna be cheeky? Morning. Morning, Izzy. Welcome back, Izzy Uncle. Um, Morning. Thank you. Pin me up is correct. Pin me up. Won the Karaka three-year-old classic in 2022, Richie. $50 TAB bonus bet coming your way, mate. How you been? Yeah, I've been good. Just sounds like you guys have had a bit of fun as well. Yeah. Had lots of fun, mate. Had lots of fun with the family and uh, rejuvenated, ready to rip into it. Yeah, just quickly, you got a $50 TOB bonus bet. What are you going to put it into? Well, I'm actually looking at the, um, even though I'm a Wellingtonian, the Cantabrians today, the Women's Super Smash. Ooh. At the base the, um, You're not. Blaze have lost are you betting with your head, not your heart? Yep. Good man. What are they paying? You know what they're paying? Even saying that. 270. <laughs> $270. That is some good money back, mate. Well, good luck with that, Richie. And uh, always good to hear your voice, mate. And just quickly, good luck for the season. You got a wish list? Be the Hurricanes to win, wouldn't it? Oh, I was thinking about that, yeah. Yeah, but probably more so the Black Caps to win the One Day World Cup and Silver Ferns to win their World Cup as well. Beautiful, mate. Very, very patriotic. Love it. Love it, Richie. Thanks so much for calling. We'll chat to you tomorrow, mate. That was Quizzy Dag. Richie's our winner. Well, who's going to win tomorrow when we come back? Our Love Racing update coming up. Back soon. Yes, welcome back. It's four past just after seven o'clock here on Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. That's right. We're back and we're ready to rip into a big year. Plenty of messages coming through and a little bit of one tongue-in-cheek from my man, Brad. Is he? Great showing at the Black Clash, mate. Personal highlight was the misfield at Fine Leg when you're on the treadmill. Braddy boy, it's what happens when you try and run around with 10 kilos heavier than you should be and one knee. Oh, I'll tell you what, I was sore after that. And I was like, please, I'm going to have to try and chase this down. Tried and... Had a laugh effort, at myself. You gave an <laughs> effort. I watched that. It was, it was a good effort. <laughs> you were having a little giggle, weren't you, too, Kimpy? Oh, I can just put you, you behind that telly. I knew what you were going through. Like, you just you want to get there, the head's going, I'll get there, but the body's going, not a chance. Oh, no chance. And then, particularly when Anton Devisic um, skied when I was thinking, don't drop it, you mug. <laughs> and that was the only thing I did all day. Anyway, we're going to talk about the Black Clash later on in the show for Izzy's Bomb Squad. But right now, we're going to talk some racing with a little bit of league there, Kempi. Yes, it was a busy weekend, but at 6.08pm on Saturday evening, all eyes were fixated on the Karaka Million two-year-old race. Many expected Opie to get the win aboard Trubrand. 
but it was another Tiako runner that stole the show. Yes, Tokyo, Tokyo Tycoon put on a massive performance from the wide draw to win, and wasn't that a good run? I've got to say, getting it out, we have one of the two-year-olds owners on the line. Yes, you may know him better as the CEO of the New Zealand Warrior, but Warriors, but today he's sporting his racing cap. It's Cameron George. Cam, welcome, mate. Welcome to the show this morning. Good to hear from you. Good morning, boys. Welcome back to work. Great to have you back on the airway. <laughs> yes, I'll tell you, it's a little bit rusty this morning, Cam. It's hard. We were talking about who we wanted to talk to coming into the first uh, day back at work, and I said, let's get Cam George on and talk to him about uh, how good Tokyo um, Tycoon's run was, mate. You must have been impressed. Yeah, look, he's an impressive horse. Um, he's three from three now. Uh, he was hand-selected by the great David Ellis at Tiako Racing and um, his indications just do a great job and prepared the horse. Mark Walker trained it well um, and it's just a, it what racing was all about, winning those big races and having a bit of fun. Uh, I was fortunate enough to win it two years ago, the horse on the bubbles, and um, I wasn't here though because I was stuck in Australia, but to be there on Saturday was unreal. Oh, Cam, I can only imagine, mate. And we've got a little bit of an audio clip and no doubt you've probably... Heard it a few times, and and you've went back and you've witnessed that race. Have you witnessed that? Have you have you gone back and watched? Have you gone back and watched the replay and and kind of just thought about Craig Zaki's ride? Let, let's be honest, it was outstanding. Yeah, well, when I sobered up yesterday, we watched it a couple of times. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty big party after the event, so I never really got to watch it. But um, certainly yesterday, I look at it. Yeah, aided by a great ride by Craig. Uh, pretty awful barrier, but uh, one of our other owners, Brendan Lindsay of Cambridge Southern, uh, his favourite number's 13. So anyway, that's the number we jumped out of and it worked. Were you, were you quietly confident? Were you quietly confident with Tokyo talking? A lot of chat on OP taking Tribune and, and obviously he had options there, but were you quietly confident? Was Mark Walker, what was his messaging leading into the race? Yeah. Yeah, pretty confident. Um, look, the horse was favourite and clear favourite up until the barrier draw, mm. and then uh, when that occurred, it sort of blew out in the market, which sort of suited everyone. And then, obviously, you need really good luck in those races and so on, but uh, one thing you do know of those good two-year-old races, there's always plenty of speed, so that allows the horses on the outside usually to find a pretty handy spot. Um, and, yeah, Mark was pretty confident, so... Uh, yeah, everyone sort of had a bet accordingly. Mate, you probably had a few beers with Butch Castles too. I've seen him swanning around there with his uh, with his tux on and enjoying the enjoying the win. How was the night? Yeah, big. Um, <laughs> mate, yeah, Butch, Butch, Butch deserves to win that race. Like he's had a lot to do with it in the past and, and build it up to where it's at. So it was great to do it. And help mate him and a few other guys that are great. And um, yeah, we had a pretty big party afterwards and. Um, I'm glad it was at six o'clock, not at two o'clock, because uh, you know the way we carried on, it was uh, it was a long old day. But that's what racing's all about—good fun. What's what's the plan now? What's the plan now, Cam, for Tokyo Tycoon? Mate, I'm not sure. I think um, Mark Mark will come back to us today with a bit of a plan. There's still a couple of nice two-year-old races here over the Auckland Cup week. Um, I've got no idea, to be honest. Let the experts deal with what they do with, and they'll just tell us where to go, and we'll just go there and uh, and have a beer and, and cheer the thing on once again. <laughs> hey Cam, there's a few there's a few um, owners obviously jockeying for position in the photo after the 
after the win. But uh, I hear there's a half-sister to uh, Tokyo Tycoon going on sale at Kalaka this weekend. Are you, are you thinking maybe you might put your hand in your pocket there and you and Butch buy it outright? <laughs> Mate, Campy, I think you're looking at the wrong contracts. If you're looking at yours and, and Izzy's, I reckon I could do it. But um, no, look, we'll go to sales, have a look. We always do. But we let David Ellis, he's, he just runs such a great operation. And, you know, there's so many people that can get into his syndicate. So he puts in all the legwork, and, and then you just get to enjoy, like we're doing, uh, the ride of a good horse. So we'll let him deal with it, and then we'll talk to him after the sales, no doubt. Oh, beautiful, mate. Very, very successful weekend and uh, great to see the Karaka crowd getting out there to Pukakoi as much as possible. Just, we got to talk to you a little bit about league, mate. It's obviously been a big pre-season. I've been watching the, the socials. The boys are in hell of a good nick, aren't they, Andrew Webster? They've been training extremely hard. Are you happy with how things are unfolding uh, through the pre-season? Only three weeks out. Yeah. Yeah, look, it's been... It's been really good touchwood. Um, you now Webby and his team have brought in a really good um, sort of management system and structures that's changed a few things. And, and what it's done is it's really put a lot of energy and excitement back in amongst the boys. And he's really, really built an in, you know in-house confidence around the group. And they are they are looking extremely fit. It's been a little bit tactically different this year. There, I think they're going to be. Um, and you blokes know this better than anyone is. You can be fit, but being game ready and game fit is different. And, and, and the drills and the training they've been doing has probably made them more game ready fit rather than just being oh, fit. Nice. Um, and that's really changed the shape of a few of the, few of the lads. And you know, Kempi was there the other day and we've got some really good young kids mixed with some very good experience. And that's something that's uh, taken a few years to rejig the roster to get. But the proof will be in the pudding in about a month's time officially and three weeks' time for the trials. Oh, the, shines are, uh, the signs are positive there, Cam. And, and just quickly, your uh, election of Tohu Harris going along to be captain for 2023, was that an easy decision in the end? Uh, yeah, it was. But Tohu, to his credit, at the start of the pre-season, said to us, don't give it to me. I want to earn it. Uh, I've got a new coach. I want to make sure I'm the right person for him. Um, and... That was a really impressive position for Torhu to take, but that's his style. Um, he doesn't want to be gifted anything. And, and, you know, for Webby, he just worked through that with him and it was a no-brainer for him. He's, he's an inspirational leader and he deserves to, uh, you know, to get some success this year. And I hope, uh, you know, I hope he's a big part of that and um, I'm sure he will be. Hey, Cam, I was impressed with Webby at the uh, the conference the other day when, when he stepped up and he answered some pretty, I thought, intimidating questions. Um, just the, the one on Otokolo and Kipu being, being let go, is that a sign because of a, maybe an a announcement of a front row that you, you may have up your sleeve? No, not necessarily. Um, it's just a sign of Webby shaping his roster and the people he absolutely wants here. Um, you know, there might have been a few... Areas they were falling short on, and, and Webby certainly worked with those guys in numerous ways. Um, but you know, to their credit, um, they understand the, the nature of the business. Um, we don't actually have a replacement right about now, Campy, but we're certainly actively looking for sure, um, and have got a number of lines in the fires. But um, as you well know, this time of the year, someone can pop up pretty quickly. But there's a few little people we're talking—not little, but a few people we're talking about uh, and talking to, but. No one in absolute, uh, you know, certainty yet. 
Uh, Cam, as a, as a CEO, and apart from winning the competition, I know everyone wants to win the the NRL competition. What what does success look for look like for you in terms of the Warriors uh, franchise, the team as, as an outfit as a whole? Um, it's in two parts. It's on the field, not the field. On the field, um, yes, mm. we want to be winning. That's what the whole yep. game is about, and we'll do everything we can to win. Uh, and then off the field through our sponsors and fans is, is also something that we work really hard on. But the one thing, and this will be music to Kempe's ears, is you know, we've invested heavily in the development of pathways. We've just bought a big home uh, on behalf of the club to put kids into from all around New Zealand. We've just had it full for the last two weeks for our training camps and so on. And, mm. and it is something that we are truly striving to get right because... As we know, um, you know it, it is going to be the answer to success down the track, uh, and that'll be sustainable success. So that's, to me, something that we're working undercover in and um, doing our best to get that right. But those three elements are really important: winning, fans, and sponsors, and uh, kids coming through our systems. Cam, happy with the, the Dylan Walkers, the, the Chancellor Clocksteads, the the players that you've brought into the club, the, the senior players especially. Yeah. Oh, that Dylan Walker is the worst winner, Kempy. He uh, when he wins, <laughs> he absolutely gives it to everyone else, and when he gets beat, he gives it to everyone else. He just cannot <laughs> do anything other than win, which is a really good trait. He's got this competitive edge about him that just is infectious. Uh, Clark, uh, Chan, sorry, um, look, mate. Defensively, I think he's going to add a significant amount to that team. Um, he'll certainly be there. Um, very loud at the back and, and really really getting that line set um, through various stages of the game. Uh, he's bringing a lot. Murata um, <laughs> and you know, Tamati, you know, they're, they're all just really good uh, trainers, competitive. And the one that, mm. to me, is a replica of a Kevin Campion-type mould is Mitch Barnett. He, um, you know, he's... When you watch him at training... He just wax blokes. He just puts them on their ass. He's not there to muck around. He's there to. He's just. He's playing the game like he's training. He's training to play the game on the weekend, and um, it's really setting a high standard. Oh, I love that. I love Kevin Campion when he was in there. Never ever get anything past Kevin Campion. So if Mitch Barnett can replicate that, well, we got positive signs. Just quickly before you let you go, um, Cam, we appreciate your time. Mm-hmm. On the show, um, something uh, Sean Johnson. Oh, man, obviously, I've seen something different in Sean. Like, he is looking shredded for one, but man, he has he been tracking over the over the preseason? He's in good stead. Yeah, well, I think this. Uh, you're saying to me the other day, it's his first preseason he's done in a number of years, like full preseason. And I'll give you the tip: Webby hasn't given him any any leeway. He's been doing everything everyone else has been doing. Um, and that's the point of this whole preseason is uh, no one's getting off, no one's getting different you know, advantages for age or weary legs or whatever it be. It's a hard preseason for a reason, and that's to start the season the best we can. And uh, he's been he's been putting his hand up, so you know, time will tell. It's it's great for sure. I'm looking forward to him uh, contributing because you know we all know what he's like when he's when he's on. Well, thanks for joining us this morning, Cam. Well done on Tokyo uh, Tokyo Tycoon for getting that win. The second one was on the bubbles. You're, you you're know, lucky, obviously bugger. Let us know the next one you get into. Well, me, and, me and Izzy might join you, mate, and jump in there with you and Butch. Um, I need some luck. And all the best in the, ne- in the next uh, coming months, especially in three weeks' time. I'm looking forward to the trials kicking off, Cam. Go well.
Thanks for joining us. Likewise. Thanks, gents. Bye-bye. Cameron George, there you go. One of the owners of... Mate, what a good... I'll tell you what, a pretty horse with the white socks when he was running down, coming off that back fence and uh, found his way out into the open and went past Opie Bossom. As soon as it went past Opie, you just knew he was home. So, um, yeah, they are good good couple of blokes there. Cam George and Butch Castles. Uh, tip my hat to them getting that win. And like you, Izzy, I'm looking forward to, to converting that fitness into into wins on the football field. That's what everyone here is worried about. Uh, worried about can they transform the training paddock to the playing field? Transfer, yeah, yeah. you know. So yeah. let's hope they can do that. Good chat from Cam. Yeah, great chat from Cam. But who knows? It's all words at the moment. In preseason, we all, you know, have our have our moments on the training field when we think it's all gonna just eventuate, and it doesn't when it comes to Saturday, but the signs are, are positive. And I, look, I'll be, you know, I've followed their social media for a very long time, and you, you can't take too much out of it, but they're working extremely hard, and I loved how, over the years, uh, Kempe, they've always worked up in those sand dunes and, you know, put on it for the camera, saying they've run their training extremely hard, but it's, it's that transferring it to the, to the playing paddock. And now, from Cam's words, they're working extremely hard, and, and I hate saying this, but the the Crusaders, a lot of their conditioning and their their time when they're going to work extremely hard are match scenarios. Being out there mm. in the paddock when you're under so much duress, you're under pressure, you haven't got too much time making those decisions under pressure, that's where you get your biggest learning. And, and from hearing Cam say that, that they are match fit, they're playing scenario-type-based trainings, that gives me a lot of confidence. Time will tell. But um, to Mighty Martin, ooh, I'm excited. And Mitch Barnett, ooh, the grumpy one. That's what I've been asking for for years, <laughs> Kempi. A grumpy bugger like Kempi and to come in and just tune them up when they need it. Yeah, Kempo. Miss that, miss that bloke, uh, yeah, the impact that he had on when, when I was coaching that side. He's, uh, yeah, he's a champion of bloke. Mitchy Barnett, they looked, they did look good. To Mighty Martin, I was really surprised at how big To Mighty Martin was. You know, I thought he was a lot lot smaller than he was standing next to him. Mm. Um, mate, they got some good senior. They got some good senior players there. So yeah, agree with you, Izzy. Uh, I'm on the fence though until they they really hit the ground running, get through the trials. Yeah. Let's see how they get through the first uh, first month, and yeah, we'll, we'll tell pretty quickly what sort of season those Warrior boys are going to have. Uh, Sean Johnson needs a big season. Needs a big season, so doing everything right by the sounds. Cam said on the on the training pitch, uh, no favours being asked from the coach either. So uh, yep. I, I like that. You know, we, I like Webby. He's um, you know he's doing all the right things for me, that fella. So I hope uh, the players can pay him the respect and go and go and perform for him on the football field. One game, three hundred games. You're doing it all. No one's lacking in this team. Andrew Webster showing all the signs, and well, someone else is back. That's pretty sore. Is Karen Reeds? How's Karen Reeds back after carrying you all game? That's from Brad. Brad, you just have a little stab, aren't you? I love it. I love it because I'm coming straight back for you. Well, that's what happens when you carry him for all those years in the red and black and the all black jersey. That's all right. Got to help each other out, eh, mate? That's all right. Ah, love the banter. Keep it coming through. Double eight, double three. Your wish list. We asked you, I can't wait, question of the day. Your wish list for 2023. What would it be? Sport and in life. And there's been some good ones. NRL, the All Blacks, the Silver Ferns, the Black Caps. There is plenty of sport to get you excited this year. 2023. That's right. It is here. Coming up.
off the back fence. Where is Tony Kemp, Uncle Kempy, going to go? You're listening to Izzy and Kempy for breakfast. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrance. The Back Fence with Tony Kemp. It's the start of the year and already we have so much change to our sporting landscape and we aren't even through January yet, is he? Dave Rennie has to find a new home while Eddie Jones climbs back into bed with his estranged mother country. That's the English and the Aussie jobs gone. So what now for our mate Razor? I'm starting to think that he's probably hedging all his bets on being the next all-black coach. Time will tell. Joe Parker jumped back into onto his horse to land a knockout comeback only to go to distance in an unconvincing first hit out against uh, his opponent since his loss to Joe Joyce. Will Joe get another shot at the title, do you reckon? He'll need to start knocking blokes out for me if he wants that shot, so let's have to wait. How long, how long is he? Is he going to fight Tyson Fury? That's your bet, isn't it? Is he going up against a Tyson? <laughs> Who knows? And our mates, the Warriors, we just heard Cam George talk about the team who are yet to kick a ball and have lost two up-and-comers being released only yesterday. While we're on the NRL, though, what about the players' collective bargaining agreement? There's more to this story, and I'll pick up on that one another time. Yes, the Sevens girls, they got the win yesterday. The boys... They got beaten in the last play of the game. And of course, we've got the Rugby World Cup coming up later this year, which we've got plenty to talk about coming off the back fence. Buckland team, 2023 is going to be a banger. Big bangers for big boys. Off the back fence with Tony Kemp. Oh, I love it. Big bangers. Yes. Ah, look, plenty to dive into already, Kempi. Joseph Parker. Unconvincing, probably many would say. Many would say, uh, looking for that knockout punch. Fair to Jack Massey, he just went in the clinch and Joe couldn't control the distance. Got the win in the end, but uh, he was pretty deflated at the end, like many. So what next for Joey? Ruiz, Junior, Joshua, White, those are names that have been touted and been thrown out in, in there in the media. But I know Ruiz and Joshua are potentially looking at a fight. Dillian White taking on Deontay Wilder. So where does Joe go now? Where does mm. Joey go now? That's the question to ask. And can he get back? Look, he shredded about 11 kilos. He was looking fit and looking fine. But did that shred impact his power, his ability to, to knock him out? Benny will be asking the question. I'd love to hear from you, double eight, double three. Where does Joey need to go now? Yeah. Has Joey still got it in himself to get back? Andy Lee. Many questions been posed around Andy Lee and his ability to get the best out of Joe. Shines early, we're, we're positive, but lately just um, hasn't kicked on or hasn't punched on, as many would say. So, so a couple of question marks there. And Eddie Jones, look, I haven't that all happened when we were on our little break there, Kempe. I felt for Dave Rennie and mm. Eddie Jones going on. Look, you've heard so many questions about the environment that he – well, creates when he's in amongst them. He goes through many assistants. you got Dan McKellar, the old Brumbies coach. He's looking after the Fords. Is he going to stay on? Is Eddie going to come in and just do a complete wipeout? Look, wipeout and just start again. It's, it's crazy because what I was hearing is the Aussie environment. Yes, they weren't winning. I think there were 30-odd 
30% uh, win, win ratio. Uh, they had 14 players out, 14 players at home when they played Italy and they lost that game. Not a, a record that they'll be proud of, but you got to think on the side that they had a lot of players missing and they went along and made that decision. McLennan, Marinos, the people in the back room making that decision. And I heard, I heard he thought... He was gonna. He, he had the job. He he learnt his news over the phone. Just got that's, the call and just terrible. got caught off guard. It is, mm. it is bad. But Eddie Jones has taken over and has he got enough time? I heard. I was reading that he's chasing a few NRL players. Yeah, Kimpy. of course he is. He's, he, hey? he did that last time. Lottie to carry. There's not enough time Wendell for that to happen, is he? Oh, I don't know. Joseph Suwali, does he go back? He's talking about the young boy um, from Manly, the um, Panisi from Pen, um, Parramatta. You know, so mate, he'll try. He'll go after whoever he can because they just don't have to stock the Australians. Uh, and I, I did, I agree with it. Dave Rennie thinking that he had that through to the World Cup and getting a phone call. Yeah, bad form, absolutely bad form. Bad form, Kempi. Love it, mate. Off the back fence. Off the back fence with Kempi. Great to have you back and bringing some heat. Like always, tomorrow, no doubt there'll be plenty more heat coming up. Headlines with Joe. We'll see where Joe's going. Any more headlines? Wait and see. Here's Aroha with the news for Kubota, building and shaping the future. It's 27 to 8 here on SCNZ. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. The boys are back. And boys, big EPL fans. Izzy, Man United were playing this morning against Arsenal. And well... Devastating for them. They were tied two all in the 90th minute, and then Eddie Nketiah goes and scores the extra, uh, scores the winning goal in extra time, injury time, 3 2 win over Man United, and there was absolute scenes at the Emirates. Anthony Taylor takes a look at his watch, points to the centre circle, blows his whistle, and says to Arsenal, Here are your three points. They've come from behind, they've been pegged back. This isn't the Arsenal of old. This isn't the Arsenal that struggles under pressure. This is an Arsenal side who are leading from the front. Built different. But hey, you know what? Your man, you still in third, is he above Newcastle by one point? So everything's okay. Don't, no need to panic. Um, <laughs> and if you just joined us, the Silver Ferns went down to the Diamonds this morning. 59 to 57 uh, over in South Africa. So close one there. Time for a Choices Flooring poll time now, boys. Choices Flooring New Year's carpet sale on now. What are you most shocked about this morning on, on Izzy and Kempe's first day back after a topsy-turvy weekend of sports? <laughs> Is it Argentina winning the Hamilton Sevens? Tokyo Tycoon winning from the wide draw? Both Koku Goff and Iga Swatek gone from the Aussie Open? Yeah. Or is it the fact that Izzy and Kempi both made their alarms this morning? All day. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the latter. Probably the latter, let's be honest. I can believe my alarm went off. Mate, and I couldn't, oh, and I couldn't, and I couldn't go to sleep for fear of missing it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Great, Joe. Oh, that's okay. a good one. That's a good one, Joe. Like that. Thanks, boys. That's your uh, Chris Florian Paul and your sports headlines. Thanks to Ken Attire, Winner Kubota uh, Excavator with Ken Attire. What am I going to go there? Probably uh, probably the Argentina. Look, look, they've been flying. Their sport has been going great guns as of late. Obviously, FIFA World Cup champs, Lionel Messi, and then Argentina and the rugby centre 
flying, man. They look good. Moneta, their flying winger. He is quick. He scored their winning try to get them up by two points. And then that last try, Kempe, was there separation? <laughs> was there separation, Kempe? You know what? You know Debatable. What? <laughs> I was watching it. I was watching it. And how, how does a commentator think he has the right when you know that isn't a try and then starts to convince everyone that it's a try? He's convincing everyone. And, <laughs> and I'm sitting there thinking, I wonder how many people at Why home was actually it a try, think that. Because Talk to me. he did not put it down with his hands. I even went and downloaded World Rugby <laughs> rounding of the ball uh, rules. <laughs> and it says you can you can score the try with your arm and your hand. Your, your elbow is part of your ha- arm. Yeah. There was no separation. Separ- look, I'm not separation went straight I'm not being one eyed here, am I? Ah, uh, yeah. Look, <laughs> I, I, what I thought was if they were ever going to give that decision to a team on home soil in their last ever game, it would have happened. And I was expecting, no word of a lie, when the TMO came down, I was expecting them to say that's a try, and it was going to be elation, and both the Black Ferns and the All Black Seven teams won. The competition. It would have been fantastic for the last time that game has been played in New Zealand. But we had a we had an honest Kiwi sitting in the box. <laughs> it's a yeah, he was very honest. <laughs> I, look, I, I just didn't see any. Look, I, it was a questionable. And Brady rushed. Give him credit. He sold the dream. I thought, oh man, he's grounded this easily. Well, way you celebrate. I don't think he grounded it with his elbow. He made it for a pretty controversial finish. But anyway. Um, the decision was made, and Kudos has to go to Argentina. They won the event first time. Santiago, Santiago Gomez Cora is their coach. I actually played against Gomez Cora. He was a fantastic sevens player. He's their coach. Well, he was elated. He was full no of emotions, and they all and they are the best winners. You just see how much it means. The emotions that come through their body, their their voice their expressions and everything. It's so good to watch. So well done, Argentina. And talking about sevens, Kempi, we've got Stacey Flula, and we're going to wake up Noel Guthrie because she's uh, their, their roommates, and we're going to get them both on just after 8 o'clock. So we'll talk to them about the, well, the Blackfern sevens. They are just continuing this, that fabulous form, and they won the final event, which is sad, in New Zealand. There's plenty to debate about rugby, Kempi. Mm. Um that we'll talk about later on in the show, but the waist high oh. tackle height. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and I don't know if you watched Joseph Joshua Tuisova on the weekend uh, when he bumped probably the biggest number seven I've ever seen when he went low and tried to tackle him. If you're trying to say save concussions, going low and putting your head down there when you're trying to tackle Joshua Tuisova is, is a difficult ask at best. So plenty to debate, no doubt. And uh, I want to get your reaction to that because tackle height and seeing Sonny Bill Williams come out and asking for a, coming out of retirement and how good would he be? Look, ball and play, entertainment factor, I can see the positives. But when you're trying to critique the game that much, is it going to save? Is it going to make a difference? It's a, uh, it's a, I think a, a bigger question than just tackling around the waist. I think the, the, or should I say, more answers need to be put in place because you can't just. Uh, I remember a guy called uh, Speechley played for Cronulla when I was playing, 
um, Michael Speechley, his name was. He's the 5'8 for Cronulla. Mate, he was the best bootlace tackler in the competition. I mean, he got your, he, he could tie your laces up when he tackled you. That's how low he went, and he pulled down everybody by tackling around the bootlaces. But the argument is that you can tackle around the bootlaces, you get up and play the ball too quick. It's the action after the action. You know what I mean? So if you're making a tackle, what happens directly after it? Like Sonny Bull pointed out, I'll come out of retirement because nowhere in the world I'm dying with a football if you're attacking me below the waist. You know, and that's how he that's how he he, he primed it, didn't he? He said offloader, retired offloader. Um, if any clubs are out there looking for one, of course it's, that's what's going to happen to the game. It's going to make it, I reckon, ten times quicker, if anything. Um, but you're dead right. Putting your head down, like you said, when you when you saw that happen to, to those players, it wasn't the only one. There, there's a number of clips about big players bumping off um, blokes going down below the the waist. They're going to get hurt. There is going to be some more injuries. So, I don't. Yep. I, it might be the shortest rule ever. Lived that one. Yeah, I, I'm thinking so. I think the Imagine players Evan might say Ipsbeth something. Trying to tackle Brad Weber, you know, two <laughs> meter Peter trying to stop a. 1.3 centimetre uh, bloke, you know. Like, well, how does, how does it happen? How does, a six foot, how does a six foot nine player get down to Brad Weber to tackle him around the waist? Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see it unfold. And look, don't get me wrong, concussions is at the forefront of all our minds. We want to stop, we want to stamp it out of the game. There's been plenty of it happening around rugby, not only rugby, NFL, plenty of it. And I can't, for the world of me, understand the power slap competition. That is the weirdest sport I've ever seen, and we're talking about concussions, and you just stand there letting a guy slap you in the head and knock you out? Wow. I know. Oh. <laughs> what, about some of the, what about some of the pictures of the guy's face on the side of it? Like how swollen yeah. they oh. are. That's, that, that sport will be banned. That's another one. That's another short-lived sport. Has to, has to be. There's plenty of uh, messages coming through. Joe. Joey. Is that Joey from Gizzy? Sorry we didn't catch up, brother. I had a good intention to come see you, but things just got ahead of me. But I appreciate you coming through, brother. I'll be back soon. I'll make sure we have that beer. But coming up, the Philly captain. Ah, punched their ticket to the NFL playoffs. Philly, they, wow, smashed the Giants. 38-7 convincingly. So we're going to chat to the Philly captain. Coming up. Well, to our joy, the Philadelphia Eagles crushed division rivals the New York Giants yesterday in Philly. And why are we so happy? Well, because it means we get to have one of our favourite guests on the show to start the new year. Yes, he's the Philadelphia's <laughs> biggest and loudest sports fan, the one and only Philly captain. Hey, Cap, how you doing? Izzy and Campy, happy New Year's, boys. Why don't you guys take another six <laughs> weeks off? The year's halfway over. Yeah, but you buy the company and we're quite happily taking another six weeks, mate. <laughs> hey, uh, how amazing was that performance from the Eagles last night, Cap? Well, I, that what they need to do is take footage of that film and frame it and hang it in a museum because that's how you perfectly play a football game. Oh, my God. Could you imagine being the Dallas Cowboys or the San Francisco 49ers right now? I'd be terrified. Oh, do you, do you think they are terrified, Cap? Look, if you're going to – who's the better fit for the playoffs? Cowboys, Niners, 
So first off, the San Francisco 49ers are a garbage team, and they live in California, (laughs) and it's so far away from this beautiful city of Philadelphia. So they would have to travel a little bit more. So maybe we want them, but the Dallas Cowboys. Let me tell you about how much we hate the Dallas Cowboys. America's team. No, they're America's team. We hate. They haven't. Yo, the last time the Dallas Cowboys won anything, VCRs were the form of uh, type of media that you needed to watch their, their last Super Bowl with was a VCR. You know what they have now? They had DVDs. They had Blu-rays. Now you can watch movies from thin air. That's how long it's been for those guys. Let's go. Are you kidding me? We can hear you, Cap. That's why we got you on. Hey, can you already see Jalen Hurts winning Super Bowl MVP? Oh, it's no doubt. No doubt in my mind. I think he proved last night. I know you can't really go with the MVP of the league during the, the, the playoffs, but Good Lord, is he like not the most athletic specimen you've ever seen on, on, on God's green earth? He, we should build a statue to him now because it's going to cost more money in the future just because the way materials are growing up, right? We should just build that statue. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, Captain. The, obviously, the offense was flying. Jalen Hurts, your, your um, running backs were just getting you over the line. Were you surprised with the way the running backs were able to – to do what they do, and just quickly the defense, mate. Wait, to keep. Did the you hear yourself? Did you hear that question? Your question was: Was I surprised that the Eagles dominated the New York Giants? <laughs> no, I was not surprised. You know why? Because the Giants were subpar all season long, and you know what we were? We were the elite team in the NFL. And after last night's game, you saw who the men are. And who, who, who are the little giants? Little tiny boys can't even play in the league with us no more. As a matter of fact, they don't play no more. They're on vacation, just like you guys were. <laughs> well, look, we, we I don't want to bring it up, but we'll, we know how the World Series went for you. And it didn't well, eventuate yeah. like you wanted. <laughs> right. So, but, well, first so, off, this is what happened. You guys were supposed to have me on after they won. Guess, oh, you guys don't work on weekends. I don't know. What, what do you New Zealands work? I, you guys took off. You didn't have me back on the air. Uh, the, the, the Houston Astros, they leaned into pitches. Yo, the Major League Baseball Network did a story, five-minute story, talking about how the Astros leaned into pitches. They used sticky stuff. They don't win fair. And also, Izzy and Kempe didn't have me on their show. All of those things, not the fact that the Phillies got no hit, not the fact that the Phillies really played horrible in the field. Those other things played into the reason why the Phillies lost the World Series. I can't. But I ain't got to worry about the Phillies now because I got the Eagles going to the Super Bowl in about a week. I, I kept the, 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 the Giants' former quarterback, Eli Manning, get booed when he walked onto the financial field last night? Did he get booed? Of course. Does the Pope get applause? Yes. Does Eli Manning get booed? Of course. Yo, when you're something great, Eli Manning and Peyton Manning were at the Eagles game yesterday, and Eli and Peyton Manning's son, Eli's nephew, wore a Jalen Hurts Eagles jersey, not one of those dirty New York Giants jersey, because he doesn't respect his uncle. He doesn't respect his uncle. Who would? He's a New York Giant. Oh, how good. Captain Philly, we always appreciate it. Look, honestly, if they get up and they make the Super Bowl, we'll get you back on, okay? How does that sound? 
hey, listen, don't you guys take another two weeks on vacation. We got to get back. We got to keep going. Dude, this. Yo, Izzy, just so you know, you're a big star in Philly. I had somebody pull me aside. They're like, yo, I can't believe you ruined Izzy's radio show. He's like one of the all-time greats. And I said, oh, well, I, I should tell him it's an honor to talk to him. So somebody wanted me to tell you you're a legend. Oh, there you go. I'm worldwide. Call me Mr. Worldwide. Thank you, Captain Philly. You take care, brother. Love right. your energy. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. <laughs> Bang. There he is. Oh, bringing some heat, bringing some energy. Always great to chat to him. If you've just tuned in and you missed it, head on over to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on the SCNZ app. And you can have a listen to all our podcasts. We had Cam George on earlier on the show, CEO of the Warriors. And great to have a chat to him. Tokyo Tycoon, he's a Group 1 winner. And uh, he was up and about about the preseason. There's a few messages here. Who idea? Whose idea was it to open with you? Were they drunk, Shippo? Oh, Shippo, <laughs> you just keep digging. I don't know whose idea it was. Maybe Jason Spice, our captain, our coach, Graham Henry. He was even surprised. I have to admit, who's opening? Rito and Daggy. Dag was his reaction. Yes, Ted. Are you surprised? Oh, no, no, I've got faith in you. Well, he was the only one that had faith. I gave it my best and I got one run. Horrible, hopeless, and Team Cricket got the win. Stacey Flula coming up. The New Zealand Sevens, the Blackfern Sevens goal. They are continuing. And we're going to have a chat to her about the success last night. Here's Aroha with the news for Kubota. Building, shaping the future. Yes, welcome back, Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. It is four minutes past the hour, eight o'clock. If you've just joined us, welcome in. That's right, Izzy and Kempi are back for 2023, and we're starting with a wee bang. Cam George joined us after 7 a.m. and a chat about Tokyo Tycoon, his Group 1 win over the weekend. And we also talked about the Warriors, and many of you are coming through Regarding the Warriors and Joe from Gizzy, I'm sorry, brother. I apologise. Things just got on top of me and life gets busy and my kids and my daughter want to ride horses every single minute. But I promise you, I will come back to Gizzy. My wife's from there and it was so good to be home. I love that place. Morena boys, welcome back to the grind. Cheers for a catch-up, Izzy. Was awesome, bro. Lol. <laughs> on a couple of sporting issues, Joe Parker has always been average and a lucky punch does not make you a great puncher. He was poor at the weekend and will be poor in the future. An awesome start to the ladies in the rugby and skiing. And I am a Warriors man to the bone. But the next time I see see Johnson in a photo shoot with me burning, I will have me burning my jersey. Easy to look good with makeup and a photo shoot, but time to produce every minute and every game every week. Let's go on. Another year of banter, boys. Joe from Gizzy, love it how you keep coming in, brother. Appreciate your message. And there's a few more as well. I'll get to those shortly regarding Joseph Parker, the Sevens, and a wish list. Remember, I can't wait. Question of the day. If you're 2023, what is your wish list? Could be sport, could be life in general. Well, life to 2023 has started off with a bang for Stacey Flula and our wahine. The 2023 Hamilton Sevens started off with a flourish as our Blackfern Sevens got the job done. And Stacey Flula, champion 15 player, has tried her lungs out in the Sevens game. And let's get an update to see where her lungs are at at the moment. Stacey Flula. Stacey Waka Flula, I should say, over the weekend. How are yes. you doing, Stace? Yes, Izzy, get it right, mate, get it right. Um, a bit of a change for the weekend. But um, 
the lungs have recovered. We're ready to go again next weekend. Oh, awesome. I appreciate it. Is your room made up? No, up and down or what? I should put the phone to um, our mouth, actually. She's just groaning because I'm nice and loud. So wake up, Niall, wake up. Come on. Oh, she's laughing. Get her up. Yeah, good good to see you girls out there. Honestly, the weekend was outstanding. Your defence was phenomenal. Only allowing Japan, the minnows, to get in <laughs> over the line, uh, and particularly with USA as well, getting their one towards the end. But, mate, the weekend, how'd it feel? Getting the job done. Very successful weekend. Oh, bro, honestly, there's, like, no better feeling. And you, you know what it's like when you're playing. No better feeling than playing at home and winning for your whānau and the stands. Um, the crowd turned it up for us from day one, day two, and then the final was epic. feeling to be out there amongst everyone. And, yeah, it was so cool having our family come on the field. That was special, you know, like mm. all the able to come in, clean up the streamers. The kids are having a ball of the time. Um, I loved it. Loved every moment. Hey, Stace, what's the difference being this, this year, you know, as you've grown with the team, uh, come back from a World Cup, have you noticed the difference in the in the side? Look, you look a lot, lot tougher. Put it that way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I feel like the main difference is the younger girls are really stepping up, and you know our coaches obviously giving them a bit of game time. And the competition in the team is real. It's real tough. You never know who's going to be starting. Mm. You've got the likes of Niall, Sarah, Portia, Theresa, all on the bench who are all capable starters. Um, but what better team than to have people like that come on and, and make a big impact when we need it in the second half. Um, so the girls will be working hard. Yes, she only got three tries conceded against us, but I uh, <laughs> wish that was zero. <laughs> High standards. High standards. You look at that bench. I was watching last night, and, and the bench, you saw the firepower. Was that, was that all part of the plan leading into it? Like... There's so much depth now in, in, in our wahini, in our women's rugby around the country, and I'm going to be honest, that Georgia Miller, what oh. what is it about her? She is a freak. She's a freak. What do you feed them down south, eh? Well, what's going on down there in the waters? And she's been playing awesome. She's playing with freedom. Um, and, and it's cool. Like, yeah, like, we never know who Corey's actually going to be starting or whatnot, which um, keeps us on our toes, keeps us working hard, um, and we just got to get the job done when, when we get our opportunity out on that field. Talk about freakish, Michaela Blyde scoring tries at will. <laughs> How many more tries do you think she's got in her? <laughs> yeah, she's a bit of a hummer, right? She should share the ball. <laughs> um, it's cool. It's cool having Mindy in our team, man. She hit, she, I think she had 35 k's an hour the other day, chasing that BG girl down. That's what, is he runs, eh, is he? Ooh. Um, but, uh, Not anymore. <laughs> it, it is, it is awesome having her in our team, and you know, get, get, if we can get the ball back and get the ball in her hands, we know she'll be flying. Um, and I'm definitely glad she's on our team because we don't want her chasing me. <laughs> what, what about for you, um, Stace? Look, you, you had a bit of a break after the the World Cup, a well earned break. You got away with your husband Rick, and you, you've been relaxing. But the transition—it's a totally different game. So how was that for you, being able to transition your body from the 15s game back into the 7s? Yeah, I hate having off-season. Eh? I just want to keep training all year because, whew, pre-season sucks. Um, but I enjoyed my holiday. No regrets. All the amazing places I got to go. 
Um, fourth break, I feel, with my um, ankle, obviously, from the World Cup. Um, mm. I actually went to Dubai school and I watched the girls play. It was pretty cool. Um, but I live on a different path, obviously. Rehab running for me over Christmas New Year's. Um, chose to stay home, didn't do much. Just took a bit of me time because I was so busy mm. after the World Cup. Um, so, yeah, it, it was different and it was tough. I think I only got to team training maybe two weeks ago. So I was pushing it to get back in there, but... Mm. Managed to follow the process on the rehab that I needed to do, and yeah, just flip back in. But cool, and the girls, we've been playing sevens for a long time now, and it's quite quite cool transitioning between fifteens and sevens. A little bit of front skill set challenges, but but not too hard. Stacey, have you noticed the? Um, I guess from the the fifteens win in the World Cup and the success that you're having with the sevens, the the women's sport. Um, I guess leaning a little bit more on what you girls have learnt? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we, we had meetings with a lot of different people talking about the differences, the similarities on, on what goes on in each environment. And it's hard to compare, right, because we, we obviously centralise the themes. You, you just live at home and play field parlance and whatnot. But there's always different things that you can take with that we can use, Um I know I've definitely given a, a couple of things that I learnt from the 15s to try and bring into the 7s and, and, and vice versa. Um, it's pretty cool to see us both obviously succeeding on, on the world stage and I only want it to grow. Um, I miss 7s nationals. I miss, are we going to miss not playing at home in New Zealand again? That sucks um, and, and I feel like that can grow the momentum but I don't know, fingers crossed something happens in the future and it does change. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully we can get the the tournament back down under because the crowd that turned out on the weekend it was a a spectacle, entertainment to boot. So mm-hmm. we thank you for that. And just on the game as a whole, like you look at the game within the sevens and, and particularly women's rugby and how much it has grown. Like the surprises over the weekend for me were Ireland, Japan. Mm-hmm. You've got USA yeah. playing in the in the I... final. So is that a change into the guard? Honestly, it's so cool. Um, yeah, like you said, mm. free surprises Japan. Oh, outstanding. Like, so cool for them to come in and make their first quarterfinals, finish top six. USA have always kind of been there, thereabouts. It's just, yeah. I think they're now starting to actually execute the right game plan. You know, usually their power and their strength um, within the contact, and they obviously manage to topple the Aussies. Um, and yeah, Ireland, they're, they're always up and down to it. It's so cool to see everyone thriving. You know, obviously it used to just be us and Aussie, but there are some teams who come out um, and, and you never know what they're going to bring. Um, feel sorry for our feedback sisters. Obviously, they're usually up there too. Mm. They're not playing the greatest at the moment, but they can bring it out. You just never know. Um, and that is the beauty of the game. Even though he's going to win, it's only 14 minutes, but holy ego, tiring out there. <laughs> it's tough, <laughs> it? The old lungs are burning. Hey, Stacey, yeah. we've, we've, been ask, we've been asking um, what what's on the 2023 wish list this year. Man, you've you've had an awesome 2022 <laughs> and a great start to 2023. What what, what are your goals this year? One of the goals, um, it's, you know, it's a lovely feeling winning. So, um, want to try and keep winning every tournament <laughs> um, quiet year this year obviously no pinnacle events just want to finish the, the World Series on a high um, three more to go, oh four more sorry after Sydney next week um, so for me rugby goal just just be the best that I can be on the field for my teammates and obviously help out where I can, that'll be pretty special for me and then 
second half of the year, haven't really thought too far ahead. Probably won't play much 15s, if I'm being honest. I'm, I'm gunning for Olympics next year. It'd be pretty cool to, to represent our country on, on the biggest world stage again. So, yeah, there it is. <laughs> there you go. A bit of breaking news. Stacey Flula, yeah. our centre. Oh, we're going to miss you. We're going to miss you. We're going to miss you in that Blackburn's outfit, but that's okay. Hey, Got to make a decision. You can't be everywhere. Hey, Stace. Exactly, exactly. There's some young ones coming through. It's their time. It's their time to hey, shine. Stace, You're you still been, pretty. Have you been uh, contacted by the NRLW? <laughs> NRLW. I know you should ask my mate now. He's laughing now. He's laughing beside me. Um, I, I have. I have, but... Yeah, I would like, honestly, I'd love to give League a go. I don't know when I'll be able to play, but it's definitely on my bucket list, and I'd be pretty cool to, to give it a chance. I don't even know the rules, I'm going to be honest, but I'll learn them along the way. All good. Hit the board, run. <laughs> just run it straight. That's all you do. Run it straight like Kim P. <laughs> yeah. Hey, just like quickly. Yeah, just quickly. On Noel. On Noel. She's your roommate, and, well, you're pretty inseparable. What is Noel's no, no, no. worst habits? Oh, Niles, worth have it's getting angry. Have you seen the RBF on her? <laughs> um, <laughs> she wants to call it out a lot too, man. you gotta, you got to stay oh, away. Oh, <laughs> no! She's calling me a liar in the background here. Um, she talks a lot of smack in the room. i just got to keep her calm, you know. <laughs> but she is she's great. She's great. We have some good laughs. And, and my happiness and her kind of... You know, um, old nanny soul, we, we keep each other in the middle. That, that's how it works. <laughs> oh, awesome. I miss those days. The best days are in the room when you're having a little bit of banter with your teammates off the training field, off the field, and that's where, uh, that's where it's all made. Love it. <laughs> we've, got a, we've got a challenge. Um, I'm in the middle of everything, so watch this pretty good one. Um, she thinks I cheated, but uh, she, she lost this one. What's the Just challenge? Um, we played a uh, flip cup and beer pong. Well, water pong. <laughs> and you had to eat the worst, like, out the worst, yuckiest food. There. We got eight different types. And, uh, yeah, she, let's just say she didn't have a good office. Oh. <laughs> you need to watch it. <laughs> okay, I can't wait to watch it. I can't wait to watch it. Thank you so much, Stace. We'll let you go, and good luck. For Sydney, I really appreciate you coming on, Izzy and Kempi, for breakfast. You take care and continue that form on. Thanks, boys. Appreciate it. Have a good day. There she is. She's always a laugh. Stacey Waka Flula. Yeah, good fun. Bombing out the toilet. (laughs) You can't see (laughs) that. Niall, you just got married, Niall. You can't be doing that. You know that's true, Izzy. (laughs) (laughs) Roommates. You want a good roommate. You want a good roommate. And it just reminds, probably not the mischief that Corey and myself got up to, but they are absolute characters. And that's what you need. And that's one thing I get a sense of with the Blackfern Sevens. They've just got an environment. And I think the question, you know, Corey has continued on. Coach Corey has continued on that environment from Alan Bunting's departure and knowing what he has done. And they've continued on. They just look like they have so much fun. Nothing ever phases them. And... It's awesome. It's refreshing, Kimpy. It, it does, and I, you know, I, I meant that. I, I thought they looked a little bit tougher out there um, in this mm. tournament. I thought, you know, defensively they were throwing their bodies into into it, and, and attacking wise, they were really determined. So, 
Um, mate, looks, it's, I guess it's bode well for their, I think, top of the table now with that one. Um, but it's in their hands. They've got one hand on it. So let's hope they can continue that winning way. I, I, love, I like watching them play. I, mate, Michaela Blyde, when she gets in the open, I think there's you know no better sight at the moment. She can fly. She is so good. So good, Michaela Blyde. And I was watching a, a replay the other day. There's another girl from Australia, another lady, Madison Levi. Mm. She is so good. Mm. She is quick. And I remember Michaela made a break, and Madison Levi actually wheeled her in and showed a bit of speed there, but... Awesome to see the girls, uh, the ladies getting the job done and, and winning uh, in Hamilton over the weekend. The men just falling short, but that's okay. Matt was a supporter. The refing in sevens is a joke. Every call seems to be a 50-50. Joe Weber escaped the red card. Yep, I agree with that. But the last play should have been a penalty for a late tackle. Yep, I agree with that as well, Matt. Michaela Blyde made an amazing tackle, and the touchy stopped the game with the comment, I believe we have serious foul play as he tried to coerce the ref and third official was replayed and was a clean hit. Disgraceful officiating across the tournament. That was from Matt, talking about the officiating. Yeah, I remember that one on the USA. It was, everything happens really quick, Matt, and the ref has, has got to make that decision. It, when when you speed it up, probably looks like there was a little bit of head contact. When you slow it down, it was close, but there was no head contact. So I, I understand where you're definitely coming from. Appreciate that message. Keep them coming through. Double eight, double three. That was Stacey Flula making the transition from 15s to 7s. And, well, she just announced breaking news. No more 15s for Stacey. She's going to continue on that journey with the 7s and hopefully head on and go to the Olympics. Great to see the girls, the ladies, sorry, getting it done. I'm going to come back and I've got my bomb squad talking about the Black Clash over the weekend and that experience and, well, where does the Black Clash go next? And where does Daggy go? Hmm, might be time to hang up the pads. Back with some bomb squad soon. Got it away to Dang. Two catch. Izzy's bomb squad. <sighs> As I enjoyed my time on the beautiful East Coast Poverty Bay, Gisborne, Sipping on a cold Corona while watching the barbecue cook beautiful home-cooled lamb chops with venison sausages and having some beautiful home-grown vegetables. Having the time of my life. I slightly forgot about the certain cricket match called the Black Clash that I agreed to play. All those calories which I was consuming was slowly taking its toll as quickly the time came for me to put the pads on again and run around Hagley Oval thinking I was 19 again. Well, what you've seen is what you get from minimal preparation in terms of net time. Besides the result and my humble one run from eight deliveries, this event seems to bloody amaze me. Year after year, thousands of sports fans, adults, kids embark on the Oval to watch a bunch of washed up and current athletes have some fun and put on a show. I grew up watching Chris Martin steam into the crease and fire the ball down the wicket and all of a sudden I'm facing it. Couldn't believe it. Cole Mills doing the exact same thing, swinging it at about 300 metres left to right. The wizard, the one and only Dan Vittori running the cutter. Kieran Reid. Now what about this man showing 
that last year was no fluke. Plenty more names I could rattle off, but I would have to say that event would have to go down as one of my favourites to be a part of. I guess the question is now, where does the Black Clash go? Would a trip to Australia to play a similar style format against the Aussies be in something that would get you going? Would have to fork out plenty, Juco, and chase out a, chase a Sash and Tendulka and try and sell out Eden Park. The foundations have been laid, and I hope to see this grow. But for now, I guess the timing's right. I'm announcing my retirement <laughs> from the Black Clash. Cheers for all the memories, but the time has come. Daggy is hanging up the pads. Thank you. <laughs> How good. How good. Oh, 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 potty I'm done, Kempi. <laughs> I'm done. Well, you know, I'd talk you out of it, but I think it's a great decision. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why? Tell me why. Uh, I want people to remember you for who you were, <laughs> not who you have become. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a horrible sight, isn't it? It's a horrible sight. I'm glad it's me you running down me. the boundary, trying to stop that four with one leg, oh, it was and funny. my knee is so sore. And then they hit, they hit the ball to me, and I could I could get a run out. I'm like, mate, I'm on here. I go to bend down to get the ball, and my knee feels like it's going to snap. <laughs> It doesn't help when you're carrying an extra tenner on you and your knees just going, please, why do you have all those sausages and lamb chops and Coronas? Because my knee is sore. Because you're retired. <sighs> now you don't even have oh, to no. feel guilty about that. And, and even more so, you could stay in Gisborne for a little bit longer next Christmas and watch it on TV. Jeez, I might even come down and have a beer with you and a, and oh. a free-range lamb chop. Or ten. I'm hanging up the pads there, Kempe. <laughs> and just brilliant. on the end of that, I was having a chat, and I was thinking, like, where do we go to next? And, and look, I think if you're going to encourage people to come along, they want to see headlines. We had Honey Badger, Nick Cummins coming over. He is such a gem. Oh, what a character. Um, so someone like him. But then I was thinking, if you're going to encourage people to come watch, who do they love? They love the Indians. They love the Indian superstars. Imagine a session mm. Tendulka coming over, selling out Eden Park. You know, in my, in my third game, we had Murali, Mutaya Marutharan. Mm. That was so good. Mate, I got to face the best spin bowler, one of the best spin bowlers in the world in the nets, mm. the Dushra. And then we had Mahela Jawardner, you know, like superstars of the great game of cricket. So I'm thinking, go get a big a, a big name Indian, Sachin Tendulkar, someone like that. You have to pay big bucks because oh, he doesn't you? do anything for free. No. But well, how good would that be? But there you go. There's you a laugh do it for all for free morning. though, don't you? <laughs> I do it all for free. And well... My ego's taken a hell of a dent, I must be honest. Because yeah. you're coming through and, and giving me a bit of stick. The TV caught you twinge and you, Daggy, you looked worried. Yeah, I was sore, Mark. And honestly, I couldn't walk for days, and that's why. Here you go, breaking news, Daggy's hanging up the pads. I'm done with that game. And Will Jordan, he's still a bit crock, mate. Someone's asked about Will. He's still a bit crock. Will will be back next year because it's a hell of a bit of a... Hell of a better opening better than I was. Anyway, they asked me, I agreed, and I had all good intentions. But when you're out there and the ball's swinging 300 metres, <laughs> those intentions go out the door.
Joe's headlines coming up. Had some swing on it too, that ball. I'd hate to, like I said here, mate, I'd hate to be facing it. I'd have dots all over me. And I had Brendan McCullum's Vermeer bat ready to go. It's so meaty, and I only hit one with the bat. <sighs> anyway, Joe's headlines coming up. Here's Aroha of the News Fuki Boat, a building and shape in the future. It is 26 to 9 here on SENZ. Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. The boys are back and about, and there's a lot of sport happening at the moment. Breaking news that you're going to hear in Joe's headlines. Gal fueling your mission all year round. Kiwi snowboarder Zoe sadowski Sinnott has won the LAXX Open Slope Style World Cup in Switzerland for her, the first time. She got a score of 81 in her opening run that nobody could beat. Sensational stuff. And the Black Six, as Araha said, unbelievable, knocking India out of the Home World Cup mm. in the round of 16 to qualify for the quarterfinals. They were not looking likely coming out of the group stage. I think they like lost to Malaysia. They were really, really struggling. Sensational, yeah. 3-2, sensational effort from the boys. Unbelievable. Gal, feeling your mission, pop into your local for some good value fuel. And boys, the choices flooring pole. Where, what are you most shocked about this morning on Izzy and Kempi's first day back after a topsy-turvy weekend of sports? <laughs> 64%. It was a landslide. Everyone is shocked that Izzy and Kempi both made their alarms. <laughs> I don't blame them. They were here bright and early. Honestly, earlier than I've ever seen Izzy or Kempi here. They were sensational. Well done, boys. Oh Very impressed. <laughs> don't throw us under the bus, Joe. Come on, mate. I'm always in here about 10 to 5. No, I like. You I know. Sensational stuff, boys. Start, start this year off and start at the tools flooring, New Year's carpet sale. No, I'm being very impressed. You guys have been on it as well. You haven't been blurry-eyed. You've been, you, honestly, better than ever. I think you need a little bit of a spell. <laughs> <laughs> a sensational. I'll tell, yeah. tell you what, it did cross my mind, though. It did cross my mind about if you miss the first one, you're never going to live it down. You're never going to live yeah. it down. Therefore, I couldn't get to sleep all night just going on. And you know when, you, you know when you're up all night and then you go to sleep? You know, you, you say, well, I'm going to go to sleep late. And you go, nah. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you don't get back up. So, uh, now, nah, Joe, we, I don't. I think me and Izzy, we both knew not to uh, give you the satisfaction of having that one over us for twenty twenty three. I had a busy mind, man. I had a busy mind when mm. I was lying there. I was thinking, have I put my alarm on AM or PM? So I had to go back and check it. And then, oh man, yeah. Day one. Talk to me in November and you probably have a different energy coming out of Dagger. But nah, it's great to be back, and it's great to have all our. OG's coming through on the text machine. Really appreciate it. How good. Um, coming up, we're going to talk to Paulie Moate, the parte, because no doubt he had, wow, a good weekend. Good weekend for the TAB. They got the job done. How good is that? But I'll read a few messages before we shoot off. The Wallabies to win the Bledisloe and to beat the Kiwis in the World Cup final. Oh, come off it. You're dreaming. Mate, you're dreaming. It is from uh, Unknown Texer over in Australia. And Parker, Parker Daniel Dubois. I watched Daniel's last fight. He got rocked too. Mm. And then he came through and knocked out his, uh, his opponent. I can't remember the name of his opponent, but he looked very good. He is a very good fighter. So that could be one to boot for Joseph Parker to get him back after a pretty unconvincing win. A win, in, I must say. A win's a win. But he really wanted to make uh, easier work of him. And then another one for Richie, the Madison Levi. Maddie Levi is an absolute machine. The sooner she signs with the NRL Women's, the better for us. 
Man, she is so good. She is so good. And she is tall, and she is very mobile. And, no, mate, I wonder if she can kick. She'll be a hell of an AFL player. She's very, very talented. But very surprising that the Aussie women's sevens team didn't get the job done. Paulie Mwari must have had a big weekend. It was cracker millions. He's not picking up, but that's okay. That's okay. We've been talking about everyone's wish list. Many of you have come through. It's still not late to come through on double eight double three and tell us your wish list for 2023. There is plenty happening this year. It can be sport. can be life in general. And uh, we want to hear from you. And there's a quick message. Izzy, how did the Punters Club go on Saturday afternoon? I think they had a wee collect. I think they had a wee collect on the weekend. It was tough punting. Obviously, Pro S uh, winning the last and surprising many. Surprising many beating Legato, the uh, champion. So uh, we'll have to see where Paulie Moari is. But coming up, we've got Izzy's and Kempe's 2023 wish list. Yes, we're 16 away from nine. Before we pass the baton over to our good friend Ian Smith, and no doubt we have a big show for you today. But right now, we've been asking you the question. 2023 wish list. It's time for Izzy and Kempe's. Oh, there are so many to choose from. So many things I want to eventuate this year. But there can only be a few. So I've had a long, hard think about this. And to tip, top it off, to go from the top, I want our OBs to win the World Cup. Of I course. want our good All Blacks, our beloved All Blacks, to head over to France and do what many are hoping. It's going to be a difficult task, but I'm hoping they win the World Cup. Followed by Ryan Fox to win a major. It's time we have our next golf major winner. The last, Michael Campbell, 2005. Come on. Come on, Foxy. 2023 is your year. Followed by Paul Cole to regain the number one spot in the PSA Squash League and also to win plenty of tournaments. Followed by the Mata 2 women's rugby team to win Super Rugby Old Picky. And this is just a given. Crusaders, eight straight, baby. Let's go. <laughs> and here's one left field. I thought I'd go left field here. I spent a bit of time with them over the summer. He's a champion bloke. He is back, baby. Ricardo Christie. To qualify for the Olympics, which will be surfed at the one and only Tahiti Chopu. If anyone knows how to surf Chopu, it is Ricardo Christie. He is putting in the mahi. He is coming back, Ricardo Christie, to be back where we all love him to be. Surfing the big breaks, putting on a clinic. Tena on the big wave. Let's go, Rick Dog. That's my wish list. Uh, and I love that last one. And big shout out to June Kennings, who just won the New Zealand 
uh, serving champs is uh, not the first one in his family. His father actually won it before too, Lyndon. So a couple of Whangamata boys there. Well done taking that out. Uh, I agree with you, mate. The All Blacks win in the World Cup. How good? How good? I would like to see that. I've gone a little bit left field here. I'm going to rugby league, of course. Stacey Jones to coach the Kiwis in 2023. That's top of my list. I think it's about time we gave the job back to a Kiwi. And who better than the little general? The biggest Kiwi of them all, Stacey Jones, picking up that Kiwi job. The other one, the Warriors in the top four. How good? Been so long. They've been in the top anywhere, let alone the top four. So... Let's not go too high and say win the competition. Let's put in an effort for the year, for the fans, for the first time in three years and come out on top with the top four. The next one, oh, the Sheik Sharok. We've got a baby coming. We've got a little foal, little Tarzino coming out of Cinerama. I want to see this being the beginning of a trip to the Cox Plate for the crew with our Sheik Sharok. Maybe... Might have to wait a few years with the Tarzina, but we've got a couple up our sleeves. Alan, get to work. Get us over to Sydney. Get us to the Cox Plate, please. And the last one for me, and I'm going back to league, and this is for all of our people, our grassroots people out there that listen to the show. New Zealand Rugby League, give the game back to the districts. Stop playing games. Stop playing games. Stop playing games. That is my 2023 wish list. How good is that music? So soothing for a Monday morning, 23rd of Jan. Coming up, we're gonna th- we're gonna have a wee chat to our good man Ian Smith. But another wee wish list for Daggy: go see Andrew Vincent and grab a new j- knee. That is on my wish list, and it's gonna happen this year. I am gonna get a new knee because that's enough of embarrassing yourself. You get a discount on that. I'll come with you. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Andrew Vincent. Two new knees. Someone's come through and asked that. And I said, well, funny you say that. I've got to catch up with Andrew Vincent this week because the time has come. We've got to pull my head in because I can't not carry on this pain and torture and embarrassment anymore. Smithy, coming up. Yes, sunshine. Everyone loves the sunshine, but I'm hearing whispers out of the Hawks Bay that the sun is lacking. What's it like there, Smithy? Well, Izzy, just have a look. Oh, have a look. It's actually bloody good. Yeah, it's beautiful, mate. Absolutely stunning day. Looking forward to getting home, Waitangi weekend. Getting home on the on Waitangi weekend for my mum's unveiling. So looking forward to that. Hopefully the weather can continue, mate. But how you been? Yeah, really good. A uh, little jaunt in Australia for a few weeks and then uh, back home mm. to head back into the studio here. So it's um, it's been a pretty good summer. You guys have uh, had a good one by the sound of you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've nice had a good break. summer, Smithy. Good break and nice and refreshed to rip into a big 2023. And we've been talking about our wish list. 
And no yep. doubt you'll have plenty of wish lists for 2023. What's something that excites you or something you want to eventuate going forward? I think the beer price at the loading ramp to stay the same for the whole calendar year. That would be good. Uh, Beautiful. Uh, to make a few more uh, three-foot putts when the money's up, is he? Instead of missing them. Uh, um, what else? Um, oh, I don't know. A little bit of overseas cricket commentary work. That'd be one of my wish lists, I think. Yeah. And good, good health think... and, and safety for all concerned. That's really a. I think, oh, I think you're pretty thing. safe there, Smithy. You're an absolute bloody master of your craft when it comes to cricket commentary. And uh, talking of cricket, Black Caps, yep. second test, uh, second ODI. Obviously, pretty underwhelming from the Black Caps. What are you hoping to see come from them in the next uh, 220? I think it's, they've got coming up. Yeah, they got one more uh, one-day international. It's a dead rubber, um, is he this uh, tomorrow night and indoor. So I, I just want to see a consistent performance. But I'm really worried about the bowling. Uh, I, you know, I, I don't think we can contain India. I mean, we did pretty well in the first one day. We nearly chased down a massive total. Uh, but I, I'm not sure we're going to be able to contain India, and I'm not sure we're going to be able to contain the world if we uh, if we haven't got the services of Trent Bolt. So I think that's a massive. I really do think, and that's part of my sermon this morning, I think we have to crawl over broken glass to get Trent Bolt still because he demands respect at the top of the order and we don't seem to be getting too much of that. The likes of Ferguson and Co are going for way mm. too many runs, way too expensive. So if we want to have a hope in the T20, uh, the 50 over World Cup at the end of the year, I, I really do think we have to perhaps uh, get Trent Bolt back in the ranks. We're well, given uh, a lot of these players, you know, Blair Tickner was having a run around Headley. It was a Headley? Mm. I think it, that was his name. Yeah, he getting a crack. Shipley, Shipley. Is it yeah. a lack of depth there, Smithy? Is it a lack of depth? Or what would you like to see them uh, when they're using the ball? I'm going to uh, ask Richard Petrie that, of course, a former New Zealand seamer. He's been doing some commentary for yeah. us too on SENZ. I'm not going to ask him that shortly after 9 o'clock, is he? So uh, from a bowling perspective... Yep. Uh, we just need penetration. We need to get people out. And if we can't get them out, we need to restrict. I mean, it's pretty basic, but we can't seem to do either. Uh, and that worries me. It really does worry me in that regard. So, hey, um, how did the Black Clash go? Good? <laughs> horrible, Smithy. I've just announced my retirement. I'm done. My one knee is horrible. Oh, really? And, uh, yeah, you know my betting, Smithy. I'm better than that. I know, I know, Ezra. I've seen you. I've seen you score a hundred. I've, I've watched from the sidelines in amazement. Uh, I mean, you know, the, the whole of Hawks Bay and New Zealand cricket thought, why, why did this boy want to become an All Black when he could have been a Black Cat? <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was, it was a good fun event, but I, I think the time's come to really just head in a, a different direction. It was always good fun, but my time's I can't bowl, I can't field, and well, we all know I can't bat, so it's time to give it up. <laughs> What about you, Kempy? What have you been up to, man? I've been watching the Black Clash. I thought it was hilarious. I agree with I agree with this. He's doing the right thing, hanging up the pads. But no, having a good time. Having a good time, Smithy. Enjoyed my break, and I'm glad to be back here on SCNZ with you boys. And looking forward to chopping in for the year. And uh, yeah, some plenty, some real good sport uh, coming up. I can't. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we get the Warriors in the eight, Smithy. Big call. I think you will. I, mm. I think you will. I think you're, I think you're a chance to get them in the eight. It, it sounds as if the start's been pretty promising. You went to the media conference. Yeah, it was it was really good actually. Uh, I like Andrew Webster. That's that's always a good start with me. So uh, yeah, let's hope the boys can do something for him. Good on you.
Beautiful, Smithy. Thanks so much for joining us, mate, and uh, have a good next three hours. Ian Smith bringing you all things sport. Thanks so much to all the people that have messaged through. It's great to be back on the airways. Dermot, Ireland win the World Cup. Love the show, boys. Welcome back, Dermot. Good luck. I think they might have peaked a wee bit early. But anyway, time will tell. The Landers have signed Freddie Burns. What a get that is. Holy hecka. Watch out. Crusaders are coming back tomorrow.